0: And welcome back to the Ensign's Log Supplemental, where we answer questions that have been posed to us that have come to us over Subspace. Right, Steve?
1: Absolutely, yeah, and I'm curious to see what our listeners, whoever they are, have to say about whatever... Once again, yeah,
0: yeah. once again, to remind you, my name is Ensign Barclay, that is Ensign Riker, those are not our real names. No. And we've been broadcasting this show somewhere, I'm not quite sure who's getting it, um, or when at this point, because I've been analyzing the the subspace uh, signature on these things, and... uh, you remember that time that we did some time travel, mm-hmm. where we went
1: back in time three days? Like three days, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have a feeling that
0: these things are being beamed somewhere else in time, maybe?
1: Like three days in the past?
0: I don't know if it's three and, days or um, three months. Someone's wow. getting them. Anyway, we're off topic. Okay. We're here to answer questions, right? Yeah,
1: that's that's the deal. That's <clears throat> okay,
0: good. okay. so first question is from, oh, no, it's from the Klingon guy.
1: Oh, the guy from the first step? Okay. Yeah,
0: okay. Baskar Yagbensib. Even though he screams on here, and he wrote a novel. So I'm only taking one of the questions because he wrote like a book for us. I'm just taking one of the questions, um, and he screams on here he's not a Klingon. And you know what? You're going to have to include a picture, dude. Yeah, that sounds like
1: exactly what a Klingon would say.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, right. Trust me, I'm not a Klingon. Okay. Okay, so he asks for Barclay. After the Esper flu, did your sixth sense went bye bye, or t- see the way he words things. That's the that's cling on. Yeah. After the Esper flu, did your sixth sense went bye bye, or do the futile future flashes still remain? Which is an interesting question. Right? Yes, it is. Okay, so um for those of you who didn't hear the episode. Um, I picked up this flu that gave me godlike powers because I w- I'm an esper. I have a little bit of ESP power, <clears throat> and the ESP power that I had was basically I would suddenly feel something. Like all of a sudden I get a pain in my my wrist, and then uh, for no reason, and then like two days, three days, maybe three weeks. Sometimes I think it's like up to years later. I'll injure my wrist, and I'll be, oh, that's what I was feeling. It's 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 a garbage thing to have. And, and Riker didn't know I had it until the, I got the flu, and I'm still sorry about that.
1: Well, man. and then you kind of – you did go a little megalomaniacal, but that was just the flu talking. I mean,
0: yeah, that was just yeah. the flu part of it. Anyway, so um, after I went away, I thought, okay, yeah, maybe I'm not getting it. But you know what? Just like three days ago, I felt like I had a pimple, like, oh. a, like a boil right on the back of my neck. And I felt back there, nothing there. And guess what? Woke up this morning, boil. Wow. So, so I still you had have a, it. You
1: had a pimple premonition.
0: Yeah, it's one of those things that you don't even talk about anymore. I've had it since forever and it doesn't I mean there's no good can come of it. It's like it's like it's like having the ability to know what you're going to have for dinner at some point 20 years from now. Yeah. I mean, what good is that?
1: You can't make plans around it.
0: Right. How am I supposed to make plans of, oh I think I have a boil, and then three days later, up, oh, I've got a boil.
1: Yeah. It's not like knowing, I mean, you know, who's going to win the Parisi Squares tournament ahead of time. I mean, you could oh, make a couple credits so on that. Oh,
0: God. I'd be so rich. And that's the other thing. If I had that kind of knowledge, would I be here? <laughs> I wouldn't be as nearly freaking out all the time that the chip nearly gets destroyed, right, if I could tell the future.
1: Oh, hell no. We're going to be fine.
0: I would never would have let Charles into our room and I'd known what he was going to do to your
1: penis. Well, I appreciate that and that would have been great. But, you know, yeah, but I don't... That's yeah, not yeah, how... That's we, not how the power works.
0: Yeah, so thanks for asking but, uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, it does... That, I still got it and it's still garbage.
1: Um, let's see... And that guy is still a Klingon.
0: Yeah, and you're Come still on. a Klingon. Still on. Okay, so... Oh, thank goodness. Uh, Earth name. Francois Lacombe. Ooh. He actually has two questions um, and I, I'm going to put both questions in there because they're both kind of important okay, okay. first question is and this is in regards to uh, I think one of us mentioned that we we're going to you know get the death penalty it was that isn't General Order 7 the only Star Fleet Directive with the death penalty you're the security guy. You answering?
1: That's yes. Abs- that's 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 actually true. Yeah. That's what, it's is, the, it's, what is General Order Seven. It is currently the only crime for which there is a death penalty in in Starfleet in the Federation law. Um, mm. It's it's violating the quarantine on Talos Four. Okay. What does it say? Why? I mean, just I, they're very they're very vague about it. Apparently, there's something on does Talos Four. Does it mention IV anybody
0: is... by name or anything
1: like that? What in the law? Yeah uh i not to my knowledge it's just you I mean, not supposed it's not to really violate... a law.
0: it's a general order
1: well yeah it's your yeah it's a well talos 4 is under quarantine and they they're, they're uh, very hush yeah. hush about it i personally don't know all of the details of it but yeah you're just you're mm-hmm. really not supposed to go to talos 4 and if you are it's if people find out that you've gone to talos 4 and they catch you then that's you you could you could receive the death penalty
0: wait a minute what if you're not in starfleet and you go to talos 4 oh i don't know
1: i guess do do do, they do, kill do people? No, do non starfleet <laughs> personnel have to obey Starfleet general orders? That doesn't seem fair.
0: Let's say you're flying around and you're like, oh, look, there's a nice planet. You land there, you have lunch, you take off, and then what, a Starfleet vessel shows up and, and rams a couple of photon
1: torpedoes into you? Well, no, you need to have due process first, one would assume.
0: Then they put you on trial, and then they say ignorance of the general order yeah. is, is not a defense of yeah. violating the general order.
1: It would be a short trial. It would be like, were you on Talos for? And they'd be like, yep. And they'd be like, all right.
0: No, I don't think so. No, I don't. think they think just kill him. No, that would make the channel. That would make the news channels back that's home. True. There's no that's true.
1: That's true. You know. That's true. Or maybe it's one of those secret military trials that we're not supposed to have. But we have anyway. Uh, rumor has it. Yeah. I mean, I, a, a court. What do you think a court martial is?
0: Well, it's not a secret military trial. Well, I no. Mean, but
1: you, I mean, if you're getting, it's not a civilian trial. Well, no. But I, I mean, c- it's
0: not like secret.
1: It's not secret, secret, but it's not the same thing. You don't get the same rights. Well, fine.
0: You're you're splitting hairs, man. I'm sorry, it's, but
1: anyway, yeah, that's the death. The death. The only death penalty currently in force, as far as I know, in the yeah. Federation is yeah. violation of the quarantine of Talos IV.
0: What's General Order Six?
1: I don't know. You're the security guy. I don't what I if know. I'm if, everybody it knows right it, now. It, I mean, I I could look it up. Okay, I, General Order Six. Yeah, ge, look uh, up
0: General Order Six. We can wait. Go on through the computer. okay,
1: okay. General Order Six. is... I have no idea
0: what it is. I can't remember. We went through all see. of them.
1: I well, it never comes up because the general orders. It's like who knows what like the Fifth Amendment to the Federation Constitution is like nobody.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's mutual respect between planets.
1: You know that off the top of your head. I'm we're in Starfleet. <sighs> yeah, we kind of have to know those well, things. I just, I mean, I remember knowing it like for the. You know, for when I had to take the test, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, but yeah. you haven't used it since then?
1: Okay, you, you look, you asked about General Order 6. Yes. Okay, General Order 6. If all life aboard a Federation starship has perished, the ship will self-destruct within 24 hours to protect other ships from potential hazards. How? I guess it's just an automatic thing. The ship just, it, it, it automatically...
0: How the ship knows that everybody's dead? Well, the
1: ship has internal sensors. The ship detects that everybody's dead, and it's some kind of, you know, obviously something has gone terribly wrong. Some some danger lurks on, on board the ship, so the ship, okay, well, within right, 24 right, hours, itself. self I know that
0: you don't have that much Starfleet experience, but we've evacuated ships before. Do you think that that ship would then scan itself and go, oh, there's no one alive, and then blow itself up?
1: Well, see, in that situation, I mean, presumably somebody, the captain or maybe even the chief of security would have to, you know, you just have to flip a switch and be like, "Okay, we're leaving. This isn't death. We're not dying. We're just leaving. So don't (laughs) blow up.
0: There is a this isn't death switch that you just flick and the ship goes, oh,
1: sure. I mean, that's above my pay grade. So I don't know.
0: But on the norms, because we've done. Remember when we all got the space madness? Oh, yeah. What if that turned out to be fatal and everybody's dead? And then an hour later, the ship just blows up
1: you know I mean you don't want any other people to What's catch general the spaceman. general order 5 general order 5 is uh the admirals always get the biggest quarters
0: that's a general order I'd, you asked that doesn't seem right. Does well, really? We have to... That has... Okay, let me let me get this straight. Yeah. General Order 5, admirals get the biggest quarters. General Order 6, ship kills itself if the entire crew is dead. General Order 7, don't go on this planet or you're going to get killed. One of those doesn't seem to match up. Is there a General Order 4?
1: Yeah, you know what General Order 4 is? This will really mess no. with your head. I've got the list in front of me. General Order 4 is Starfleet forbids the death penalty. With what? one exception. With one exception, which would be General Order 7.
0: Well, how come? How come? Why did we do a General Order Seven? Why don't we just do an amendment
1: to General Order
0: Four that says, in the exception of Talos Four, that just makes more sense, right? I, you know, I we didn't, need a whole new
1: General Order. Well, I didn't write the General Orders, you know.
0: Okay, what's what's General Order One?
1: Oh, well, General Order One is is um, the Prime Directive. Everybody knows that one. Starfleet's General that's Order the prime Number One. Directive. Well, yeah, may, may, not, may not may not We may not interfere with the natural evolution of uh, of, of life on an alien planet. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I'm kind sorry. Of, yeah. <laughs>
0: it's funny when you hear someone say it out loud.
1: It's it it's it's yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you know when people say General Order Number One, they're silently putting quotes around it because like, <laughs> it's supposedly the rule we all have to follow. But I mean. It also is kind of against our mission.
0: So let me get this straight: the 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 size of the quarters for the admiral are just as important as the prime directive and the death penalty.
1: Well, not as important because that if if they were you know that the, the quarters thing is General Order Number Five. All
0: right. All right, fine. It's a matter I think of they protocol. They went in order. It's just, it's an important they went in order of, prot- of adoption. They didn't go. They didn't go by importance.
1: Well, clearly, maybe they did the first four, you know, and mm-hmm. then and then an admiral was was traveling on a starship and he noticed that his quarters were a little tight and he said, you know, I'm going to do something about this. So he got back to Earth, you know, convened a, a you know a hearing of the Starfleet brass and he said, I, I think we should have a new general order. I want admirals to have the the, the pick of quarters on a starship.
0: Sounds about right. Yeah, Every adm- admiral I've ever met was a lunatic.
1: There does seem like to be... A yeah. There does seem to be something that happens when you get promoted up. The higher... Like, the higher the rank you get, the more yeah. you get detached from reality. That does seem to yeah, happen. Yeah. The,
0: the more of a loony boo-boo you become, because I've never met one that, that seems to have all of his marbles. Okay. Other question. You ready?
1: Yes. Let's let's hear it.
0: Okay. Um, the other question from Francois Lacombe. Why is there a bird chirping in the background? That's, that's a pretty easy question yeah. to answer. Okay. Um, Francois, we're in space, and we, especially me, he, he does, he gets to go down on planets a lot more than I do. I'm internal communications. I'm stuck in a ship a lot, okay? So, <clears throat> when you're in space, and you're kind of missing the feeling of being outside, we're allowed to play these kind of ambient sound recordings in our quarters yeah. that, you know, simulate being someplace like a meadow, or at the beach, or, you know, on, on uh, Tungaris 9, when the whistling hailstones come down, and it's, you know, that's very melodic it's very pretty right so i prefer that because i love a certain period of time you know the same period of time when you know the the 20th century i like having ambient 20th century recreations playing like bird noises every once in a while there's a motorcycle that drives by um you know kids playing outside airplanes stuff like that it just it helps me relax and it lets me pretend that i'm living in a simpler time right (laughs) And I, we don't listen to it all the time because you know Riker likes completely different
1: things, right? Yeah, sometimes I like to play like traffic noises, like old old fashioned yeah. like twentieth century automobiles.
0: Yeah, I hate that. I, Does it doesn't make you anxious?
1: No, I, I think it's kind of relaxing actually. Yeah, I don't even I don't even notice it at this point. If I have if I'm if I'm playing that library tape of my my traffic no. noises, like I don't even really notice it. It's just the
0: weirdest the one. The weirdest one that you listen to. I think is the sound of a married couple having an argument across having an argument across the street well, that is know. the one yeah that one I don't know you fall asleep almost immediately yeah when, you, when you listen to it
1: there's something about that particular noise that just it just lulls me right to sleep that
0: doesn't make you anxious no every time you listen to it because here's the thing you can tell that they're arguing but you can't hear what they're saying and all I want to do is to try to figure out what it is they're arguing about and I can never hear it and it's very frustrating meanwhile he's asleep like a little baby yeah. I don't get it well I don't, you, I don't understand. because
1: because see you're using it wrong you're not supposed to try to figure out what they're saying that's not the point the point is you just sort of you you attain like a a sense of detachment from it and you're just like it just becomes background noise
0: no that doesn't no it sounds like people fighting and i've got a you know me i'm a fixer you know not that i can fix them but i just kind of want to know what they're because they get very very okay so the fight you're usually asleep by this point yeah the fight escalates to severe shouting and then it immediate silence okay then you hear the sound of a door opening and closing right the sound what i assume to be um what do they call them what do they call them the transportation things oh a car a car yeah okay a car? automobile yeah yeah that's weird car really that's
1: what they called them yeah
0: was it short for something i don't
1: think so no they they all some people called them autos which is short for automobile okay yeah. anyway
0: well you could swear you could hear something being dragged on the ground and then something being, like, put in the car, and then you hear the car drive away, and that's where it loops back again, and then you start hearing the
1: fight all over again. Are you sure you're thinking of the right thing? Because that sounds like um, a track from my classical music collection.
0: No, 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 there's no music involved. This is definitely, you fall asleep really fast when you start playing this.
1: Okay. Okay sometimes You've had I a listen, bad day sometimes I listen on. to classical music and there is a song in my classical music collection by um, this 20th, 20th century artist called Eminem that has something like that in it Really? Um, yeah
0: when you start listening to that classical music ugh, I turn it off you know like I like everything stuff. about the 20th century except their music their music is gross and I don't like it yeah dude you videos. like you like 20th you don't like it but I no. no okay Vulcan chanting you really need to get into that dude it's... you really need to get into Vulcan yeah. chanting every once in a while we'll play some Vulcan music to try to relax and he always goes crazy you just you can't stand it
1: it's just so repetitive
0: <laughs> uh, well i mean that's it's a chant it's what that's
1: what a chant is i know okay
0: the other one I wish you would never play again, and you stole it from me because I said I wasn't going to listen to it again. I was actually listening to it while I was staying awake. It was yep. an ambient sound. Bus Terminal from uh, 1974. Oh, yeah. You listen to that one all the time. That's always playing in the background, and it's just so much noise that it's just driving me crazy. Oh, half of the, the noise is I can't even identify. I
1: think it's what they call a, a bus, I think. <gasps> yeah, and you know, I actually... Because I, I, the first time I heard that, I was like... What is that? I, I did some research, and yeah. one, of, you know, that big, like, loud expulsion of air that you hear, where it's just like, Psh! yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. These, I thought that was a train. Yeah, no, they, 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 they would drive these, these gigantic automobiles that could hold like fifty people, and they had what they called air brakes. And when they stopped, they had to release the air that was still contained in the air brakes. They would just, they would just let it out, and it would come out in this huge rush of like, shh and it was Jeez. like ear splittingly loud and people who live back then were just used to it they just they didn't even notice it after a while
0: weird yeah. do you think in 200 years that people are going to listen to our ambient sounds no you don't think they're gonna listen to Starfleet Terminal? You don't
1: think just ship like the, hum. the the beep boops, the yeah transportation station,
0: you know, a transporter station?
1: You think people will find that interesting? I don't know. Maybe did, did
0: people back in the twentieth century think that a couple of jerks on a on a, on a starship would be listening to you know
1: their everyday lives like that? That's true. You know, in in another two hundred years, I mean all those sounds they'll probably be silent. Like I mean, mm. if you think about it, there's really no reason why yeah. a transporter needs to make any kind I of I found noise. a new
0: one. I found a new one. It's three Three okay. hours of something called a garbage disposal. Oh. I haven't played it yet. Let's listen to it and see if it's relaxing, okay? Okay. That's three hours of it, so it can't be that bad. No. Okay, last question. Ready? Yeah. Okay. D Rose 2124. Okay. Um, and this is in regards to. On the last episode, we were fighting about the shower.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I like okay. water, and you said I should do Sonic only. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she said, are, are they having a lover's tiff? Now. I think we should address this. Okay, because sure. Because I think some people, because, you know what, living as officers, we could have our own quarters if we pushed.
1: If we, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeomans have their own quarters. Do you know That's that?
1: true. Yes, they do.
0: Rand has her own quarters, and it's not just because she's Captain's favorite. It's because she's got her own quarters. Right. And I suppose if we ever get really sick of each other, I mean, let me, okay, until you got the sound-canceling underwear for Baby, I was really, you were thinking really, considering. oh, yeah, I was. <laughs> I mean, I may not have a whole lot of swing, but I could at least push for, you know. Granted, it would be a really tiny quarters, barely any room for a desk or a bed um, and a bathroom. But um, a lot of people are thinking that because we share quarters, not very many other people think seem to think that you know they don't know that we've been friends since forever, right?
1: Oh yeah, we've known each other. I mean, you're my oldest friend. I've, I've I don't yeah. I don't have any other current friends that I've known nearly as long as I've known you.
0: Yeah, yeah. and since you've been on the ship. You've had a thing going on which has really limited your ability to date people.
1: Oh, yeah. To say the least, yeah.
0: And I've been shy, and only managed to date one person since right. being here, really. So, I mean, well, okay. There is pre-current captain mm-hmm. and post-current captain. Pre-current captain... I was dating on a regular basis. Post-current captain, well, with the demotion and everything else, it's been a little bit more... D- and also him basically firing everybody I worked with, with the exception of the first officer, it's made a little difficult to maintain yeah. relationships.
1: As you know? as one might imagine. I mean, you get your entire social circle basically just gets transferred off the ship. I mean...
0: Yeah. And yeah. I'm slow to warm up to people. And so I can understand that some people viewing us from, from the outside would just assume, oh, that, you know, they must be married, right? Yeah because we bicker we bicker like a married couple we're very familiar with one another absolutely yeah
1: absolutely but Um, yeah but it's just it it just so happens that it's not that way you know our interests lie elsewhere as far as you know romance and sex and stuff yeah
0: yeah exactly exactly so I understand why you'd think that we were having, you know, a lover's trip, But we weren't. No, I was we just telling him that he was being stupid for using water in space for
1: his showers. That's right. it. And I was just pointing out that they recycle the water, so it's really Oof. not that big of a deal. And if we weren't uh, supposed to use it, then we wouldn't be allowed to use it.
0: Uh-huh so gross dude would you eat recycled
1: food well i mean if it's been recycled then it's not it's it's not what it used to be i mean I, there's, I'm, there's, I'm sure there's people you know who don't have the advantages that people who were born on earth have they have to eat recycled food they probably don't even dude, think don't twice. put about that it. in my head
0: oh my god they probably don't
1: even think twice about it it's a molecular thing they rearrange them it's not the same thing
0: yeah, I've been – I you know, I keep up with some of the science stuff, right? Right. Stuff that they're looking like way in the future as far as what could be on a starship way in the future. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. One of the things is something called a hologram, which is a hologram, a holodeck.
1: Oh, okay. it's so
0: stupid. I don't even that's, – that's never going to happen. It is the dumbest article I've ever read. No one would be dumb enough to put something that dangerous in a starship.
1: Well, like what does it okay? do? What's so, what's so dangerous about it?
0: It's a fantasy room. You go in oh. – and it makes and it shoots hollow deck stuff all over the place. And it makes up some fictional place like, ah, I'm going to be a, a, I don't know, a, a sheep herder. Oh. And you go out there and all of a sudden you're in a field and you got sheep and you Jeez. walk around with a crook. And the big problem they're having with developing this technology right now is that it keeps killing people.
1: Yeah, that would seem to be a drawback.
0: Well, yeah, well, because they don't have any safety protocols. Yeah, and the they, ones they do manage to put on there, apparently they're really easy to override. So you can get
1: dead easy. They're thinking about putting these on starships?
0: Well, yeah. Remember how I was talking about how we do the ambient noise? Because yeah. we really don't get a chance to go down on planets or be at home at Earth, right? Right. Well, right. They want, they're thinking like, okay, when you get time off, you schedule some time in the hollow area. Right. And, you, and it simulates like wherever you want to be outside of a ship. You know what I mean? <sighs> like yeah. On a planet or swimming or whatever, playing a game. Probably it out with some girl. Well,
1: yeah, that like might happen. A lot advantages. of porn, but I mean, well, yeah. but I mean, like, I don't know, maybe I, maybe like the, you know, the high of being in space hasn't worn off yet for me because I was stuck on Earth for the last couple of years. But I mean, like, we're in space. Yeah. Like, is that not? Cool enough, like, and if you no, want, it's not.
0: It's not cool enough. And and especially, I've been here a lot longer. It's not. It's not cool anymore.
1: Well, but if you're going to give people something that they could do, like to go have a temporary uh, escape, I mean, at least make it so that it's non-lethal. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Why would anybody well, it's still consider in, doing it's it? Still
0: in the testing phases, and I doubt it's ever. Look, we're I mean, off the subject. The hopefully, they work up, out the
1: deadly kinks in it before they put it on right. a ship full of people.
0: The reason I brought it, Sorry. up was because. They're talking about replicator technology.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I think I've, I've see. I've heard about this too. Like you can it, it manufactures things just like from raw matter, from you basic just, matter. Yeah, like food. Yeah. So like you just food. you just say like you know, hey, I want a steak, and then it just materializes.
0: I, I would imagine you'd still put a card in, and I'd have the program on it, and then it would be like, and then you know, yeah. steak, a steak or yeah. whatever, made from nothing, made from
1: yeah. whatever, just molecules, materials. yeah.
0: I bet you anything, I'm going to bet you anything, that if they get that stuff up and running, it's going to be... I know exactly where they're going to get all the material from.
1: Oh, oh. You mean like waste extraction? Yeah, Yeah. like waste
0: extraction. Everyone is going to poop and peep, and it's going to go right back in there, and they're going to do some kind of thing that turns it back into replicator material, and then, you know, every three or four days, you'll be eating repurposed poop. You'll be... It'll be like... Yeah, but I mean... Do you, what is what? Well yeah, they, but, but I'm what? sure
1: that like they'll break it down, and it'll just be like it'll they'll turn it into atoms.
0: It's still the mm.
1: I mean, look what about water? Water, even even not not even on a ship. Just if you go to a planet that has a decent water cycle, you're 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 drinking billions of years old water.
0: Do you want me to stop drinking water altogether?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. No, I mean, never. Mind. I'm
0: having a hard enough never time mind. with the idea, and I know it's not true. But it's, every time yeah. you take a shower, you're just. It's just in the same
1: filth yeah. sh- It's just a your psychological mind. I get it, it's like a psychological thing You get it in your head and you can't think about it I get it, I, I'll, I'll, I'll change this nightmare, the
0: just like with the replicator food is If it comes from the toilets and that's all I can think of And I'll starve to death
1: Well, no, you could probably... I'm sure there would still be non-replicated food on a ship. Why would they? I mean, wouldn't they still... Well, you know, because you know how it would go. I mean, there would still be people who would be like, well, replicated food is fine for the people on the lower decks, but, you know, the captain is always going to have, like, a chef... Right there's always yeah, going to well, be a galley true. with a staff, you know, for the important people. Yeah,
0: no? Unless you haven't noticed, I'm not going to be a captain anytime soon.
1: Well, but there would still be food. What I'm saying is there'd still be like you know, quote unquote, real food, I guess, you know, on on the ship. How would you how would you be able to tell? I don't know. You know what you could do? You,
0: you know, Let's say they put in some pretend chefs on the ship, and they're like, "Okay, chicken salad sandwich coming up." And they go right in there, and they go, "Okay, make me a poop sandwich replicator." And it's like, and then it comes out, you wouldn't know the difference. Well,
1: then, well, you, well, you you just need to to cover all your bases, and you need to say if you ever get you know transferred to a ship where they have replicators, when you sign on, you just say and make sure that I only that I have access to non replicated food because I have a terrible allergy to replicated food. Right, just
0: even if that's not a thing, yeah, just make it up. Someone's going to check that out. Well, they're going to,
1: you know what? They're going to
0: be like, "That's not a thing, liar." Well, then you you're s- just doing that to make yourself feel important and different
1: well, then you, then you have to get, you have to really double down okay. and be like, are you calling you really me a liar? Do you remember the yeah.
0: people, this was about 10 to 15 years ago, all the people who said, I can't tolerate gafflon And that's when yeah. gafflon was in everything. It became really popular. Yeah. It was a great ingredient. It made everything savory and so good. as like an umami uh, kind of thing. And gafflon it was, in everything, was great. Yeah. Right? Oh Gaflon is great. Yeah. yeah. But then there was this whole group of people who were like, I can't eat gafflon because I'm allergic to it. I'm gafflon intolerant and I can't, I can't do it. And this, despite Starfleet Medical saying, yeah, there is an incredibly small percentage of people, like maybe like less than b- a point zero 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 five percent of people, who might have an intolerance to Gafflon. People came out of the woodwork saying, "I'm Gafflon intolerant," and then they started to have to put labels on the food saying, "This doesn't t- contain Gafflon." Yeah, it was horseshit. So if I start saying, "I I have a, I have an allergy to replicated food," I don't want to be the progenitor of some something like that. That's true. Because I have a
1: phobia. That's true.
0: I'd rather just somehow bring all my food with me. I
1: guess. What if you could just like get hypnotized or something?
0: That's not a thing.
1: Well, but you know the whatever the the, the legitimate you know psychological there has to be some way to you know that we I mean it's the 23rd century there has to be some way that they can talk you in to not worrying about having replicated food. There's a the
0: thing that I heard of that they use in penal colonies.
1: In penal colonies.
0: Yeah, they can. They use. They sit you in a chair. hmm And they. You know, they kind of neutralizes your brain signatures or something like that, and then they can put in whatever they want. Hmm.
1: That's what I heard. I wouldn't know about that, but um, you know, maybe you could get one of those.
0: Why would I willingly do that to myself? Well, I mean, I would have to really trust the other person. Well, before obviously. I sat down and said, yeah, please erase parts of my brain well, and put in something else.
1: But you'd have to trust, you'd have to really trust the person uh, if you're if you getting surgery or something. You know, you have to trust that the doctor's not just going to start hacking into your guts willy nilly.
0: Oh my God, no, that's all I can think of. Oh God,
1: I'm so sorry. Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, we
0: need to end this. We need to end this, okay? Because this has gone too far. All right, guys, thanks for writing the questions. Remember, if you have a question for either one of us, please go to wherever you're listening to this <laughs> and you can email me somehow I'm still getting emails so go ahead and go to Jason with a D at gmail.com and send it to me there or you or yeah just go there and send it to me or leave it as a comment wherever you listen and we'll answer them but we've got a billion more questions from that Klingon that keeps that keeps writing to us. Yeah. And we, that'll keep us over. But we want to hear from all of you guys, too. Yeah. We just don't want to keep slipping confidential information to the enemy. I mean, no. There, any, like
1: any non-Klingon questions or comments would be welcome.
0: That's Yeah, that's true. So for the Ensign's Log Supplemental, this has been Ensign Barclay. And this has been Ensign Riker. And until next time, hailing frequencies closed. The Ensign's Log podcast is a Let Me Listen podcast production, with Steve Shives as Ensign Riker and Jason Harding as Ensign Barclay. If you would like to ask the Ensign's a question, you can send them an email at Jason with a D at com, or leave a comment if there is a comment box where you listen to this podcast. Or you can go to the Let Me Listen podcast website, go to the contact page, and leave it for us there. Music for the show, composed and performed by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music at incompetech.com. Okay, man. And
1: thanks for listening.